0: The Planet
1: Sport Rugby Podcast. Hello, Lynn Flint here. Welcome to the Planet Sport Rugby Podcast. In this series, we're all about African rugby as we talk to some of the biggest talents from across the continent. Now, our guest today has a big job on his hands to raise the bar. Last week, you remember we had Uganda's Philip Wakarach. He joined me here on the show. Ngoni Chibue is here. He's the man in the hot seat. He's Zimbabwe International. He's a big unit, so you don't want to mess with him. Ngoni, great to be with you. Are you ready for this?
0: Yeah, Liam, great to be with you as well. Uh, I think I am really, I must say
1: that. I mean it's it's great to hear otherwise. We'd have had a very awkward half an hour, probably would have hung up after fifteen minutes. So I'm I'm glad you're you're on the same page as me, mate. That's good news.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's good. Let's do it. And Goni, I'm
1: guessing for for rugby fans in Zimbabwe, they'll have watched you playing for your country for some time now, both the Sables and fifteens, Cheetahs in Sevens. You're gonna be a bit of a familiar name to most, I'm sure. But it's, yeah. it's fair to say, isn't it, you've had a bit of an interesting story in that you're a bit of a late bloomer to rugby. Uh, you've had yeah. a bit of a sporting background outside of the sport as well. Am I right in thinking you only chose to focus on rugby a handful of years ago? Just tell us about that process.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. Now, you know, growing up, um, my brothers played cricket. Um, so I started playing cricket at the age of nine. Uh, Just growing up from grade one to um, A-level, I was just playing cricket and I did very well. Um, I played for Mountaineers, which is like a provincial team. And I played for, I was selected to play for Zimbabwe as well. I was in the under-19 World Cup squad, um, but I didn't go because I chose rugby. Um, And I also kept in Hillcrest College, first team for, for two years. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. And I basically uh, kept in the, um, almost each and every age group growing up um, for mountaineers. And it was an amazing experience. So, rugby, um, I was introduced to rugby at the age of 15, uh, but it was just like playing touch rugby. Um, yeah, I don't know how the transition came about, but <laughs> I just started loving rugby, yeah.
1: Man, that's amazing. So I should call you Mister Mister Cricket, really. So you you're saying you passed up the opportunity under nineteen World Cup and you went, Nah, I'm all right, yep. thanks.
0: Yes. <laughs> so the thing is, I re- I, re- I would have actually played. Um, I wanted. I was in the squad. Um, obviously, I was hoping to make the squad, but at the same time, because I was writing my exams and the World Cup was going to overlap, and then it was going to affect me uh, in writing my exams. So I actually decided to go for the under-20 Rugby World Cup qualifiers, which were played in Nelspreet. That was in 2018. And that that only took one week as compared to the World Cup that was going to play probably for like three months. And the preparations took long as well. So I decided to, to just play rugby at that moment.
1: Wow. I mean that's that's not bad though, is it, having a, a choice between basically going pro <laughs> yeah. in two sports? I mean, you're, yeah you basically that's your punishment for being spoiled, you have to make a choice, I suppose. That's true. Was it hard to put like the cricket dream to one side and go hundred percent for rugby, or was it just make common sense to you?
0: You always wanted to do that anyway. And it was a bit tough. Um but also like for rugby, um, it was just, you know, pretty easy for me because I was really working hard more in rugby. And putting out a lot of work in rugby um yeah it just happened uh, i think maybe because i was hating cricket because i wasn't in form um uh, but i know <laughs> i was also, I, <laughs> I could always bounce back uh, the, the nice thing with rugby compared to cricket is and cricket you know i was an, an all-round i would all spin and um, meet all with the best men stuff like that but you know the thing is when you get out in cricket maybe you you know you have a zero or you know if you don't have a good day um that would be bad because you just sit out the whole day. But in Rugby if you get smashed, you got a chance to come back and, you know, tackle somebody so hard. Uh, yeah, those little things I think they contribute to the transition and me just falling in love with the, with the rugby.
1: Yeah, preach it. I mean that's that's so true. <laughs> what you just said there in a nutshell with cricket, you could your yeah. your contribution to the game could be over it. in one ball. You could yeah. just get an absolute beauty, knock your off stump back, see you later, sit in the pavilion. <laughs> And it's yeah. with rugby. You're always in the game, aren't you? So I suppose you hedged your
0: bets well. For sure. Yeah, that's right. I'm yeah. really surprised you yeah. said you off spin.
1: <laughs> like judging by the look of you, I wouldn't say you're off spin. I thought you'd be tearing in bowling 90 miles an hour.
0: And now uh, I wasn't that big back in the days. So I had to. I was short and a bit stocky. So I just had to ball spin.
1: Okay. Well, cool, that's that's good to touch on. That's in the history. You, we don't look yeah. back down memory lane too much. I mean, since yep. then, you've come a long way. Now, Cap for Zimbabwe. I'm sure you're a bit of a rugby star back home. Lots of people know who you are. Do you enjoy having a balancing act between Sables in 15s and Cheetahs in the 7s? Or do you secretly have one format that you get really
0: excited for? Oh, man. I think when it comes to chasing that ball, I just get excited. doesn't matter what format I'm playing. Um, I love both 7s and 15s. Uh, but of late, because we've been doing so well in the 7th second. Um, so, you know, I've just take my time to just play a, a bit of sevens as well. So, but I love all the formats, 15s and sevens. Um, yeah, just give me a good, good, um, start to get going in my life.
1: Sounds like you're a bit of a, a bit of a glory hunter there, Angoni, really.
0: <laughs> wherever, wherever
1: the team's doing well, you'll stick your hand up and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll wear the armband today. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, know, just um, I mean we we put in the work as well, so, and we want to test ourselves and see if how we play, especially like we play the World uh, Series, playing against New Zealand. You know, I are we playing African Cup. Um, no offense to that, it's amazing, but you know, as a player, you also need to grow and challenge yourself and keep going. So, yeah, man.
1: For lots of people who are listening to this, who maybe only follow rugby union or only follow sevens, they might not understand kind of the unique differences but they are almost different sports aren't they and that sevens the disciplines you need for the game are so different to 15s is it easy to go from one to the other
0: um no no it's not it's not that easy to go from one to another because uh sevens requires um a different whole level of fitness and you know it's a lot of running and uh, the physicality as well you know it's just the endurance that's that's required and i mean 15s you can get uh, away with, with a lot of things but as sevens you, you really need to work hard and so it's not easy to change um, it'll take about a month it depends what your grind um, but yeah it's, it's just amazing to, to see players who can actually change from 15s going into sevens and still do very well
1: So what's on the horizon for you looking at both formats if you want to what's on your, your calendar for 2019 that's like the ultimate goal or qualification for something what are you working towards right now?
0: Um, Definitely this year as uh, Cheetahs, the Zimbabwe 7s team, we're looking at qualifying for the Olympics. There will be Olympic qualifiers later on this year. That will be an amazing platform for us um, as a team and I'm sure the guys are super fired up. Yeah, man, that's all I can say this year, it's a big opportunity for us to qualify for the the Olympics. Big year. We all, yeah, the big year indeed, yeah.
1: I know you've said it already. Like sevens are so competitive, especially across Africa. What are the yeah. expectations for you guys as a squad? Obviously, you've got the South Africans, Namibians, you've got Kenya, Uganda up there in the sevens. Is it realistic yeah. for you guys to say, guys, we're going to win this? We're going to go to the Olympics. Are you hoping, or are you think? Are you actually saying we're going to do this? We're capable. No excuses, kind of thing.
0: I mean, to be honest, um, you know, the win, the will to win is important, but the will to prepare is very vital. Um, and I think um, it's going to be determined by the work we're going to put in now. But I must say that the guys we are fired up, and uh, we we not uh, we respect uh, other teams, other opponents. But when we play, we we want to win. We want everything. So the guys are hungry, and uh, I can pretty much say the guys are looking dangerous. I've, I've been to the training this past week, and we are gunning for everything. We want to win the the cup, and yeah, man, seven's anyone's game. Depends who wants to win it.
1: Exactly. I know it's so open every single year, isn't it? Yeah. What would you say is probably your proudest moment at the minute in wearing a Zimbabwe shirt?
0: Um, There are a lot of um, proud proud moments for me, uh, but going to the World Cup was amazing. Uh, It's always been a dream. Uh, It's every young man's dream to play at the World Cup. Um, Just, um, you know, also playing against Namibia in the 15th. Um, I I had a great game and uh, we almost won. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of great memories. Um, also, just outside the rugby pitch with the brothers, uh, we've got a nice brotherhood. We're always singing and dancing. and It's always good to catch up with the boys.
1: Yeah, do you find yourself chatting to, to loads of other guys from the circuit, especially the other teams amongst Africa that you're playing with and playing against every single year? When you go to these major events, do you kind of have a word with them, chat afterwards, meet up afterwards, or do you, do you stick to your squad when you're doing these events?
0: um so i uh, during the uh, the the week before the tournament um we we bump into each other in in the hotels and stuff but um luckily i've got mates um you know all over the teams and some guys have met at the sharks academy when i was in durban so it's pretty amazing that we we catch up um it doesn't matter you know most times we play the world series um, we're like the underdogs so we kinda of have to learn a lot from these guys and it's always good they're they're very really nice guys, it's quite humble, very Cork, Um a lot of guys are always, you know, welcoming and just they like the Zimbabweans because we, we just like, you know what, we're here to learn and we're here to grow. Yeah. And uh let's play. Yeah, so yeah, it's good.
1: So you're nice to them, nice to them off the pitch, you'll have a drink and then as soon as you see them on the pitch, you try and smash them basically and everything goes out the window.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we're playing we, we we don't know each other but we chill out together. We're best we're friends. Always, uh, yeah, we're best friends actually. Yeah, there's uh, a guy called Shex um, and there's Fundo um, um Spec Magic is amazing as well. All those guys, I mean, Snayman, the captain as well, even the coach. Um, pretty amazing people and you know, just trying to see how we can grow African rugby, not just focusing on the on the nation, because remember we also help them to see and evaluate themselves, and you know work on certain areas. Um, so it's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, that's that's a really good point. I mean, as a yeah. a nation at the minute, in terms of your rugby, I feel like Zim at the moment it's in a, a good position rugby-wise. I know last year you had the um, the Rugby Africa Sevens that you won, going for the Olympics yeah. this year. Do you feel like this yeah. is uh, an exciting time for you as to be part of these squads?
0: Yeah, well I'm I'm pretty excited um but I'll tell you I'll be honest what uh with one thing um you know just um we need more support from from our country as Zimbabweans feel like uh, they're still we're still lagging behind and um not supporting our sports um not just rugby but um I mean we've been to the World Cup but you know the vibe wasn't as great in our country you know no one was fired up in Is compared to if it was soccer, you know, football, everyone would be so fired up. So there's an imbalance in our country in in supporting such sports like rugby. And I I promise you, I could tell you that three quarters of the country didn't know that we went to the World Cup. Um, Wow. Yeah, so it's a bit unfortunate. But uh, the the boys are trying and we were doing a lot. Um, But I feel our country or our admin should just engage to the world out there, and that will help the boys getting corporate sponsorship and stuff like that in yeah. the long run. Yeah,
1: like you said, is that to do with the sponsorship and exposure, like the coverage that's shown to people? Do you think it goes even further back to that education system and people are not being taught to fall in love with the game of rugby? Can you can you see a bit of a, a hole in the system where you think this is where the problem is? Because that's crazy. If three quarters of the country were unaware, yeah. there's there's clearly a, a big a big error there
0: yeah for sure and that needs to be fixed um as soon as possible to be honest with you i can't i can't hide anything from from this it's been ongoing people say this yeah we want to do this but you know it's been talk and um i really feel from i really feel from my for my brothers um it's hard in uh, to make it in zimbabwe and um, the guys are working so hard to make sure that sports at least takes them up there and it's still unfortunate that, you know, you go to World Cup and you go to Africa, you African champions, but still there's no paperwork or just a contract to help the guys and smaller things. It's in the pipeline, yes, but um, I think um, after the guys are putting in a lot of work, there's no more motivation. If uh, someone goes to World Cup and there's still nothing on paper, you know, so I think there's some of the things um, that we can work on to help our sportsmen because it's a full-time job at the end of the day.
1: Wow. Well, maybe coming on this podcast will be the start of something yeah. great. This, yeah. could, this could be the the beginning of some exposure. Hopefully, that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's it's really good. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about African rugby because that's the only way we can grow. Because now, look, people have got other commitments, especially now. If you have in a, a, a club that you're playing for, say I play in Spain, and um, they, I'm I'm being called by by the nation by the nation to come play. Now there's already friction that because the nation is, doesn't have a contract with me, then I yeah. cannot play for them. So guys are turning down the opportunity to play for their country. And uh, some guys miss the World Cup because they are committed to the clubs. So, yeah.
1: Wow. A bit later on, we've got a few uh, questions from listeners. And funnily enough, one of them is very much on this point um, of looking at the the local like Zimbabwe league and the system. So... Well, we'll hold off for now until we get there and then unleash you okay. <laughs> later on <laughs> and let, <laughs> no you, let you say yeah. it like it is. <laughs> I suppose, Ngani, the answer for you is to invest as much as you can into the sport and make as much noise as you can in what you do. And I guess that's yes. kind of what you're doing uh, with your foundation uh, in your home area of Matari. Tell us more about that. Yes. Hearts of Stone Foundation it looks like an amazing initiative. Why did you set that up? What is
0: the, the purpose of it? I've started a Rugby Academy. And it's called Hats of Stone uh, Rugby Academy, and it's situated in Um, The idea, you know, was to help the, the young athletes, um, giving them the opportunity to train like elite uh, athletes. You know, so you know, I've been around to be honest, and I've I've had the opportunity to train with the Springboks when I was down in Durban, and you know, playing with the Sharks and um, being in the Curry Cup squad, and you know, being with people like um, Tendai Mutari and um, uh, Javangas, all those guys, duplices, just learning a lot from them, the more Volvos and stuff. I just decided, you know what, I, I know, um, I know much, and um, I want to help the people back home. So what I've done is I've saved up, uh, and I've managed to acquire some rugby kit and balls, you know, all those things, and um, just trying to get uniforms and stuff like that. But what we do is, what I do is I, I hold on um, rugby camps, uh, every time I'm home, I'm always training with the guys and the boys, and it's actually grown. Um, at most, we have like more more than twenty, thirty people coming in for the sessions. So it's been amazing, just trying to help the guys who are disadvantaged and not getting, you know, the privilege to train as elite athletes. Because I promise you, a lot of guys in Zimbabwe here that just depend on individual skill. Yeah, and um, yeah, so that level just there's a huge gap that people. Need to realize before rugby actually um, goes to the ground you know so that's what i'm trying to do man um just trying to help out so what's what's
1: the ultimate motivation there are you hoping to basically give people the opportunity hopefully then go on they become success yep. stories pros and it all filters back um to, to yep. where they started with hearts of stone i guess that's your vision
0: yeah so i mean we've been operating for two years um, and I can tell you now, we've got a few testimonies and guys coming up and training. And, you know, we've got a, a guy um, who's been called up to play for Zim A. Um, actually, two of them, Tetendam Maunga. And we've got Gideon Miyambo. And what I do also is because I've been all, all around and, you know, helping the guys to get studies and go to South Africa, play rugby, you know, the guys are at the Sharks Academy now. The guys have joined Rovers. The guys have de- uh, joined Durban Collegians. Um, I think there about eight guys now who are playing in Durban. Um, yeah, so I'm just helping the guys, you know, get a link to go study in South Africa. You know, enhance his studies and just become something else. Because now in Zimbabwe, it's, it's pretty hard day to yeah to make a living. Yeah.
1: Well, we need regular updates. If success stories still keep coming through, we'll have to get the one here and get you to keep us updated. No, I'm sure no it'll problem. be a, a massive encouragement. to So many people live locally as well.
0: Yes, for sure, that'll be great.
1: I suppose what you're doing is, uh, in a nutshell, is pretty much a reflection of what's going on across Africa. I mean, the sport is exploding. Um, I think it's yes. it's officially now the fastest growing sport across the continent. Uh, so yep. many more now countries coming forward, more player nations. You're in the middle of this now. You're going around. You're playing your games. You're touring around, meeting players, meeting fans. What do you think yeah. is behind this? Why are people now falling in love with rugby? You know, can you, can you see this growing further?
0: yes yes um you know liam the nice thing with rugby is just like it's, it's action you know especially when we went to the world cup in america it's just action throughout then the guys just started falling in love with the sport they say american football i think you know might be just slightly lower than rugby because rugby you're playing throughout yeah. and there's there's context someone is breaking through the lines and you know it's just amazing the vibe is great and, and people are just having fun and it's just action throughout which is nice and i think people actually appreciate it and apart from just the vibe rugby teaches us to be disciplined especially if you're playing rugby if you're an athlete you need to make sure you eat right you need to make sure that you're not hungover so you're not going to be drinking and taking drugs because you want to be the best yeah if you're doing those kind of things and you want to shine that's just going to stop you from shining so you're so disciplined because you want to be the best you want to be dangerous on the park so rugby is actually very good it helps a lot of kids to stay disciplined and just to know values and just to have that you know being a team player and just covering your brothers and you know doing something for for your family and you know those things um just makes rugby a great sport i think and i think that's the reason why people realize that rugby is actually a good sport
1: and it makes you a role model in all of this i mean the more Rugby pro that come out of of Africa, <laughs> so one opportunity for a guy like you, you know, in five years time, especially f- for Zim as well. When you're saying it's developing that way, you could have a sure. big big fan base on your hands.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. I can't wait to see what the future holds for African rugby and you know and Zimbabwe in particular.
1: Well, it's interesting to see what your future's going to hold in terms of <laughs> in terms of rugby. Yeah. Let's talk about your moves to 2019. Yeah. I know you've been to to Spain, um, yes. which again the dream of going to Europe and you can now say you've done that and uh and now you're on the move again just tell us about what the plan is for 2019 and where you're headed next
0: oh great so um I was in Spain um you know it was good it was a great experience um but now this year I'm moving to Romania I'm going to get the opportunity to play the Superliga um I think which is the top flight um League N in Romania. So I'll be playing for a club called uh, Club Sportivo Tomitani at in Bucharest. So I'll be joining the team in March. Uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm super excited, uh, Liam. You know, what I do is I just focus on each and every game. Um, just want to be the best and tick all the boxes. I, I usually set up targets before the game. I want to break the line, score tries. And, you know, I, got, uh, I set my targets this year. And I just want to have a good time and score tries for the team and, absolutely become a key player in the team. So I'm going to Romania later on in, in March.
1: You just absolutely smashed that pronunciation, by the way, of the team. I was looking forward to you really struggling over trying to pronounce <laughs> the team's name that you're going to be playing for, but you sounded sounded pretty good.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not even too sure how to say man. But just confidence <laughs> You've is... You've been uh, rehearsing. Today, you know? <laughs> been trying yes. wow I've been i don't
1: i'm family. sure no one listening here yeah. knows in knows any better so we'll just we'll go with you for that you're 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 officially playing for them so you know better than us so yeah, yeah, for sure. we'll let you get away with yeah. it can i give you one piece of advice going to romania
0: yeah yeah tell me tell me
1: number one take a coat because <laughs> <Jeez, laughs> it's yeah. going to be it's going to be pretty really cold cool. and um yeah, nice. yeah you might need to work on your languages as well I don't know how many, if you speak 10 different languages, but um, you could have some fun over there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thank you so much, Liam. I'll put that into consideration. I'm, yeah, um, these are, there is all things yeah. I'm
1: sure you're thinking about, but I think the cold will get you, especially when you've been sitting on a sun lounger in Zim for the last month. I you know. know, you've got I to know. think about these things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Just, uh, yeah, so it's snowing, but uh, I, should, I should be all right. <laughs> yeah, you'll,
1: you'll be, right. be you'll all right. You'll be aware. fine. You're a tough guy. This we're now getting to possibly my favourite bit. This is where we we've asked uh, some listeners to send in their questions for you. Um, Okay, perfect. But you know, being the the nice host that I am, I've gone through them, looked through them. Ones that are going to embarrass you, I've thought about twice, and I've (laughs) (laughs) I've gone easy. I've gone really easy on you. Um, no
0: uh, it's fine man let's do it let's, let's
1: just uh... <laughs> I was hoping for some really horrible ones because when people send oh. stuff in you know you can't disappoint fans and you can't disappoint no. listeners so it's almost like children asking you have to be truthful <laughs> um, so yeah. yeah we've got a question um, from Theodore who I think's from Zim as well um, and okay. he wants to ask. this is kind of the question I was referring to earlier he says what do you okay. think is stopping the, the league in Zimbabwe from being a renowned famous rugby league in the region what needs to be done to keep rugby alive from education up to make that that league a more successful and attractive one what do you think
0: yeah Yo, thank you thank you Theodora, for the question um one thing liam i'm going to tell you um, and to everyone listening is just that um you know Zimbabwe for for rugby to change um we got to have a model and if we look at south african rugby then the way it's structured the problem in Zimbabwe is our grassroots. Um, you know, I, I started playing rugby when I was in um, uh, form three, which is probably like sixteen year old. Uh, but the problem is, my my primary school, we did de- I didn't know anything to do with rugby. Um, we just used to used to say, "Oh, that that funny ball," you know. Yeah. Um, so you know things like that. We, we our rugby at grassroots is not is not the best. Some schools don't even play rugby. And if we go to South Africa, we have Under 9 League going on and Under 10s going on, you know, and the parents get involved at at an early stage. Uh, As compared to rugby in Zimbabwe, I feel like it's still being played by the You know, by the top schools, by, you know, the St. John's, the St. George's. Those are the only schools that emphasize on rugby more. So I think it should be widespread in the country. And that helps with selection as well, because now these guys will be pushed to train harder, to play, you know, much better rugby. And selection is just coming from the top schools. Um, So that needs to be worked on just the grassroots and making sure that we have qualified coaches going to help the kids At a younger age, you know, there's there's some, you know, crucial time when someone actually adapts to a lot of things and understands the sport of rugby and in all other sports. So, rugby needs to be sorted out at grassroots. Uh, Just moving on, maybe um, our admin and just having people who are so passionate about the sport and also reviving the club, the, the club cultures. And, you know, making sure that if someone has finished school, uh, if you're from Mutare, you're going to Mutare Shroombas, um, people just having that club culture in them. Because right now people just, you know, roam around the clubs and they don't know the meaning of the club. So we need to revive that as well. And also, um, it's important to have academies um, straight from high school. You know you're coming from high school, you know we don't have there's a gap, so we need to bridge that gap because from high school you know you can't expect a player from high school unless you're so exceptional like kevin bosch maybe um to just you know from high school to go and play international rugby, so we don't have rugby academies in Zimbabwe, like renowned rugby academies that are bridging that gap to help the people the youngsters coming from high school to be able to become professional players in two years or, you know, in a year. Um, so we don't have that, and that needs to be looked at. And I think the under-21 league that has just been introduced is is good, um, but a lot of work needs to be done as well. And maybe we can revive our varsity rugby, because that also has been non-functional. It's not being played at the highest level. Yeah, I think there's a lot that I can say, but <laughs> I think this is just... Uh, you know the basis and you know the primary role that we need to look at before we start making you know looking at the national team, actually.
1: Man, laying down the wisdom there, Goni. That was that was. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm making notes. Thanks, Leo. Yeah, exactly. You're you're speaking for experience, Um so yep. that's that's a very good question, especially on the topic we're talking about. Hopefully, raises sure. a lot of questions, gets people talking about it more. Um, yep. we've got Matinda here from Kenya um who wants to know Ngoni, how do you deal with game anxiety so we're talking about I'm assuming these pre-match pre-match nerves pre-match. or yeah how do you deal yep. with the pressure and nerves
0: Oh no and Liam I'm going to tell you one thing um I get the question a lot a lot of times you know before a game um you know the game is being is played before um long before so leading up the whole week you got to start working on the things that you need to do in the game but I'll tell you one thing, Liam, I'm super excited every time before I play the game because that's what I train for. i go into the gym, you know, because I want to smash somebody. So, <laughs> I mean, no no offense. Uh, sometimes, you know, you got to find what you're comfortable with doing before the game. But don't think about the game too much. I've got mates uh, in, in my rugby team and please don't tell my coach this. <laughs> but, yeah, we're always cracking jokes during the game. And it helps us calm calm us down and we and we dance and we do all those things and but you just you know you need to get excited before the game because that's what you wanna do and and it's normal because you know you get you know nerves are there and stuff like that, but don't let the nerves take advantage of you because you you know by the time the game finishes, you're still nervous and you don't have never expressed yourself the thing that you've been working for the whole week the whole month, the past years so. Every game day, I get so excited, but also I think what calms me down is I just knowing that God has gone before me because um, you know my faith is on God, and I know God has gone before me. So I'm like, God, I'm here now. Just use me, and I just go and run on the park. I smile, I look up, and everything just happens. So I get I get so excited.
1: Wow, um, that's good. That's encouraging. Guess,
0: yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Sure.
1: There you go, Matinda. It's all about loving what you do, working hard and basically just enjoying the moment you're in i guess
0: 100% yeah, Taken from the sure. best
1: there you go from the words of him there we go <laughs> you mentioned god there in your faith um which i know must be a really important part of what you do i suppose people would say um listening to this now they'd be saying oh yeah no, that's that's cool for you um but what's what's the point of all that you know you've you're making it in rugby you're in charge of what you're doing you've got your routines you seem to be doing just fine. Why do you need God or any kind of Christian faith whatsoever? What would you What would you say to that?
0: Yeah, man. Um, Liam, I was just my journey. Uh, Liam, I I don't come from the you know best uh, financially, um, you know you know financial uh, background uh, where my parents I can't say my parents are rich, uh, but you know I don't know what is rich, man. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, we're a happy family. But um, I don't come from a family where everything was just set for me um but then i realized that um when i started praying to god and just knowing that there is a higher being for me i personally grew and um things started happening for me and it's just not about you know praying to god so that he can help me in rugby no but just having a relationship with him actually helps me a lot it's It keeps me away from trouble. It helps me grow. I analyze situations better. I don't get mad uh, easily. I've never had a fight in rugby. I've never got like a red card or even a yellow card in rugby. So, you know, just my faith with God. I'm not saying I'm a perfect person, uh, but it just, you know, it humbles me. My journey, you know, has been really something else, you know, where we used to walk to school like six, seven Ks uh, going to the sports club just to train you know by the time you get there you're really tired um we used to buy stuff you know funny fruits on the on the way to our to to the sports and probably sometimes just go in a park and eat the strange dots <laughs> so man i <laughs> my, my 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 story just you know humbles me but what what kept me going is i prayed to god and i fasted and i remember getting a scholarship and most of my you know my schools uh you know uh, tuition was was looked after because I just prayed to God and I said, God, I know this is where I am, and I know I wanted to go to the best schools in Zimbabwe, um, and I know my, it was going to be a burden on my dad. My dad could have afforded that or took a loan, but I just prayed to God, you know, so God help my family, help my dad, and just empower us to become, you know, uh, you know, a better family and help me grow. Um, and now, man, you know, from walking, I'll be honest with you, and I wasn't ashamed of that, and from walking every every weekend to the sports club, like seven k's to go, seven to, you know, go back. And now I'm just, uh, the way I've traveled all around the world is just through the sport and yeah. obviously through God um, and, and having faith. And it's just been amazing. And just my, my journey has been, has been good. And I know that God has helped me, and I can't take that uh, anything away from that.
1: I suppose that's an example yep. of putting your faith in positive things. On the flip yep. side of that, putting your faith in uh, things that are rubbish, am I right in thinking you're a Man United supporter?
0: <laughs> yes, I'm a Man United supporter. <laughs> How did you know that? Well, you <laughs> know, people, t-
1: people talk. I think people are uh, as upset with you as I am. Um, so <laughs> it was always going to come out at some point. <laughs> oh, Sham! I'm rude. I love my. It was going United. so well. This whole chat yeah. was going really well. Could have been friends after I'm this. I'm
0: sorry, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, Man U's just been amazing.
1: Let me have one minute to just grill you, because um, you okay. know we don't want any glory hunters here. We don't want anyone no, who doesn't actually, right. you know, care about yeah. the team. Yeah. So let's let's see if you really do like Man United. How do you think things are, are going at the minute?
0: Um. Okay. Good question. Man, <laughs> I I just love Manchester United. It's not about the performance right now, but my dad's just been a supporter, and I just bought into that. I watch the games. I just I don't like watching the whole game. I just watch the highlights, and um, yeah, they've got amazing players We all know them man. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, you're that's deflecting
1: fun. very well. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, Great. we're not we're not perfect, are we? None of us are perfect. No, we so... not. Yeah. We'll, we'll carry on, it's fine. We like to look at like just a bit of world rugby news um, yep. and just look at a couple of stories at the minute. They've just literally yep. published the, like the what's the word, the world rankings in the last week. Oh. Um, and yeah. obviously All Blacks are still at the top because I, yes. um, I was doing some research into Zim actually and I know exactly where Zim are. I bet you don't, where uh, they're I know, placed. Well,
0: I know, I know, I know, I know where my country is. Man. <laughs> we like, last time I checked, we were 34.
1: Oh, well, you don't want to look now, then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, I'll double check, man. We probably just went down the ranks.
1: But I wanted to, check. I wanted to test you. If well, All Blacks are number one. I wanted to see if you could, you could guess the rest of the top five at the minute.
0: Okay, I'll try. Do you want me to try?
1: I want you to try. So if we're saying All Blacks are number
0: one, yeah,
1: which team do you think would be floating around number two?
0: Okay, so All Blacks uh, will definitely have maybe Ireland number two.
1: (laughs) Am I right? Yeah, that's pretty
0: good. Oh, yeah? You're not bad at (laughs) this. (laughs) I'm just judging by last year's performance, taking a guess, because Ireland played really good. Um, So All Blacks, Ireland. I really love South Africa, but I don't know if they're number three, man. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But um, I'm gonna have to go with South Africa at number three. Okay,
1: I know you love South Africa, but that was a bit optimistic, wasn't it? Really, they're not. They're not number three. Oh. They're number. They're number five. Um, oh, Currently, what? so you're looking no. for third best in the world yeah. and fourth best in the world. You've got New Zealand, Ireland, someone, someone, South Africa. Who are the two okay. sitting above South Africa? So,
0: okay, well, can I slot in uh, Wales?
1: Yeah, Wales are there. They're fourth. And who's third
0: who did who did these rankings i, I think the person is from <laughs> from europe these are yeah these
1: are, <laughs> these are up-to-date these are up-to-date wow. rankings but yeah it's, it's
0: always up for debate well 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 okay and probably the last one um guys it's um um australia no no Think, uh, a, think can't a bit. Be than South <laughs> Africa.
1: You said you said a European person did this. You need to keep going with that. If Ireland are in there, uh, Wales are in there, England.
0: Oh yes! Oh my gosh, Ed, Eddie Jones. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs>
1: personally apologize, Eddie Jones. <laughs> yeah,
0: wow. Yeah, I I really apologize, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, England. Yeah, I, I think I, to be I fair to you, you with...
1: that's that's the tough thing because they've just been updated after the the recent weekend where England absolutely annihilated France, so they've jumped up um so you've got new zealand number one Ireland number two england number three wales number four and then south africa so australia aren't even in the top five neither are france um
0: joe yeah but more interestingly
1: more interestingly for you though they've got they've got namibia at 22 they've got kenya at 32 and then what i saw was zim at 40 now i think that's a bit harsh I don't think you're eight, I don't think you're eight places below Kenya. Do you?
0: (laughs) No, I don't think so as well. But, um, like I said, our country needs to work and I think if we get numbers like that, then we are not going to be very comfortable. We're going to have to put in the work. So I think that we deserve it to be honest. Um, we're going to have to work harder to be better.
1: Okay. You've, you've taken that on the chin. That's good. Yeah. Do we need no, to get sure, yeah. do we need to get angry or anything, yeah, you know? We have to.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's 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 amazing, man. I Want to have a look at it.
1: But it's always changing around. But no, you did well. I think you got 3 out of 5. So, Yo. congrats. You should be proud of that for yeah. a guy who doesn't follow the Six but, Nations. For sure.
0: But I think I think um South, South Africa should be second or third, and then maybe the top three should be New Zealand, South Africa and England. Okay. Ireland yes but uh, yeah, they just, well, I don't know. They just kick the ball all the time. Yeah, we could chat about that for hours. It's
1: (laughs) Ireland. Nobody likes to talk about Ireland for too long. Um, So we won't do that to them. One issue I wanted to talk to you about as well. um, Springbok coach Razi Erasmus this week has come out and said that he will be selecting players who are playing outside of South Africa. um, Because there's been this whole debate about should players for their international side, have to play in their own backyard to be selected, yep. which is interesting for you seeing as you're about to go off to Romania. <laughs> anyway. So let's hope yeah, they no, don't yeah. apply that to Zim at any time soon. Yeah. But yeah, he yeah. said he's going to start taking, the majority of players are still going to be in South Africa, but he's going to start looking abroad because some of them are performing really well. I mean, do you have an opinion on that in terms of, do you think players should be yeah. allowed to go wherever they want to go and it shouldn't impact their international selection? Or do you think players for need sure. to stay at home because that's going to build yeah. up support and, and all of that jazz.
0: Yeah. So from from a player's perspective, um, you know, players should be chosen on merit. And it doesn't matter where, where a player is. If someone is in England, uh, take an example, Click, he he's good enough to play for the box. So give him an opportunity from a player's perspective. But I think they're looking at it just to grow the South African rugby. And I think that really, that's not fair to the players. Um, you know, so there's always pros and cons and advantages and disadvantages to, to the, this move to, but for, uh, for Razzie Erasmus, I think it's good for South African rugby because now they are gonna a wide range to select their players. Um, and it will definitely help South Africa to become, um, you know, a better or another, a top team, get back to number one or number two. Um, so I think it's really good that Razzie has thought about this and, um, yeah, I wish all the best to South Africa, and I know they would definitely do well.
1: Good answer, spoken by a man who really knows his game. Is South Africa?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do.
1: Maybe yeah. we'll maybe we'll start campaigning for Zim players. They have to be within the continent, and then we'll see how oh, quick, yes. I see how quickly you have to run back from Romania.
0: Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, some, we've got a lot of good players. Um, talk about the Mujati. Um, talk about Pocog a uh, Mutari, you know, we could make a strong team. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> Very true.
1: Very true. Yeah. Okay, and Goni, we love to finish with just a little bit of a game Um, okay. just to, to top things off. This is just our favourites game. So I just want to know what your favourite things are. I'm going to give you, ask you the question. I just want you to tell me what your favourite one of these is. Okay? Okay. Very straightforward. Okay, what is your favourite movie?
0: Um, favourite movie has to be I think Love, Don't Cost a Thing. and like high school, man. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's an old movie.
1: <laughs> that is an old movie. I wasn't expecting anything to date back that far. Uh,
0: Love, Don't Cost a Thing. Um, wow. How many times yeah, do you reckon Don't.
1: you've seen that movie?
0: Uh, I think uh, I think more than 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of my childhood, man. You know when you're like 15 or 16 when you think you actually need a girlfriend? Yeah. I mean, all those things happen. So yeah. <laughs> living <laughs> living
1: the dream there mate living the dream
0: yeah okay yeah,
1: what about yeah. your favorite book
0: my favorite book has to be the a book oh yeah um the a book um, um wait i'm trying to think of the name man uh yeah it doesn't, doesn't sound like your favorite
1: <laughs> <laughs> just ran away well uh, what's your favorite type of fast food i mean don't lie to me and say that you never eat unhealthy even though you're a
0: a bit of uh, a, man, a gym I, guy. I eat, Liam, I'll tell you one thing I eat anything. Uh, <laughs> this is really bad to the listeners but <laughs> as long as you train hard in the gym you're good. So favorite fast food has to be <laughs> <laughs> has to be um uh, uh chicken or cheap chicken triple decker pizza uh, from oh, Debonese. it's that it's, sounds it's so nice. epic. Yeah, it's really nice. Man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: what's your favorite social media
0: platform um i don't know i think i just have to go to instagram
1: i would say i would say instagram you're on there a lot
0: (laughs) yeah so yeah i'm on instagram i think that's the best way to keep up with everyone yeah you can't be on facebook because i don't know facebook is just a bit strange
1: yeah Um, a lot of people say that
0: you get you get the ankles. (laughs) greeting <laughs> you know, on your comment section. Hi, how are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. the, older, the older generation love <laughs> yeah. a bit of Facebook.
1: Yeah. Uh, what's your yeah. favourite rugby player to watch on the planet right now?
0: Favourite rugby player to watch, man. How, who's I, who's right entertaining?
1: Now.
0: Entertaining player? Or just someone
1: who's out of this world amazing. You could just
0: watch them on YouTube all day. Yeah, what well, let me think, let me think. I, well, I think... I, th- I think uh, I, I like a lot of players, man. I adore each and every player because they have different attributes. But I think I have to go with Chase Lynn Colby. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's hot. Just, him, he? He's just, he is on fire. Yeah, he? <laughs> he's amazing, man. He's a, a great step. He understands the game. I know he's small, but he's really dangerous.
1: This one will be uh, an easy one for you. Something okay. along your lines. What's your favorite workout at the gym?
0: oh i think to be honest um i love um i love a bit of you know snatch uh crossfit i like oh you like crossfit yeah i like functional movements and um yeah just a full body thing and i like explosive stuff (laughs) crossfit's an absolute
1: absolute killer isn't (laughs) it
0: yeah it is amazing and a bit of biceps obviously at the end Always finish with the biceps. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, make you feel good as you walk out. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Okay,
1: I've left the most important one till last. What is your favourite
0: type of meat? Uh, I love pork, man. There's no twist about it. Um... I
1: thought
0: you were going to say you're a veggie for a minute. No, 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 no. Wouldn't do that. Wouldn't dream of doing that. Uh, well, maybe later in life, but uh, at the moment, I'm, yeah, I'm going to stick to my pork.
1: So, are we talking like pulled pork? Are we talking a big slab of pork on a plate with veg and patel? What kind of pork are we are we talking?
0: Uh, ribs. Stack it's full of ribs. ribs. Yeah. yeah, stack full of ribs. Ma- yeah, getting very it. hungry talking about this. No, no,
1: me too, mate. Amazing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You've survived. Thank you, thank you so much for for joining us no, now on the thanks. podcast. It's been thanks awesome. To you, Liam. No yeah. pleasure, absolute yeah. pleasure.
0: And I'm sure we'll get Great. you on
1: again. We'll get you on again once you're settled into Romania and you need some
0: company yeah. and you're a bit cold. Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you, man. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, but anyways, we hope for the best. Thank you so much, Liam. The Planet Sport Rugby Podcast.
1: That's it for episode two of this All Africa series. A massive thanks again, Ngoni Chibue. You need to go check out what he's doing with his foundation and now also going off to Romania as well. Do you keep up to date with our social media across Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at PSRugbyPodcast. We also want you to join our WhatsApp community where you can keep updated with upcoming episodes and even more importantly, as you saw today, you can send in your questions for our rugby guests to answer here on the podcast. We love to put them on the spot. So just drop us a WhatsApp message. The number is plus four four double seven zero seven 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 six seven nine zero. That's plus four four seven seven zero seven 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 six seven nine zero. So many sevens. It's crazy with your name. That's all you need to do and where you are in the world. And we will get you involved on the podcast. Okay, do join us for our next episode where again we'll be getting to know one of Africa's best in the world of rugby and if you want to listen again to anything that we've been talking about with Ngoni today you can on iTunes or just visit our website at planetsport.tv Okay, until next time I'm Liam Flint and you've been listening to the Planet Sport Rugby Podcast.